I really need to be better with technology. Hello? I need to be better with okay. technology. Sorry about that. They're like, oh, we're using Google now? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Tokozo. Anyway. Welcome to Everything Everywhere, the podcast. I'm Tokozo Matinenga, and I'm embarking on a journey of enlightenment. Hey guys, Taku here. And today I will be chatting to Michaelina Chandia. Mikey is a fitness enthusiast and financial advisor. Today we are going to talk about her journey growing her brand, when she decided to make the choice to follow her passion, put in time, and the difficulties that she has faced in Zimbabwe being a creative. I'm going to learn a lot and I am super excited. Let's get into it. Mikey! Hi. <laughs> How are we? <laughs> I'm all right. I'm just happy the week's over and I can finally rest. <laughs> uh, I am excited for this long weekend. I am. I need it. Me too. I need it. And that's actually. Do you have week. any plans? What? I know. Uh, I'm going to rest. I, I'm going to rest and sleep and read. Yeah, I think that's when you know you're like grown up now because you use all the free time you have to rest. If it was like a younger me, <laughs> I'd have been finding something to do. Yeah, I'd like, I'd like the street. <laughs> I need to be on the no guys, I'm tired. <laughs> Naneta, no yeah. <laughs> um but actually talking about being yeah. tired, Mikey, this is a great segue into us starting our podcast, <laughs> our, our, okay. our episode. <laughs> so today we are talking about making time for your passion, making time for yourself. Um yeah. And when I contacted you and asked you to do this, I told you that, you know, I, I feel like I'm an artist, I'm a creator. And but yeah. for the past like year and a half, I've been so focused on like my eight to five, you know, making sure that I'm performing there. And yeah. I'm gonna be good at my job. I'm trying to exercise and stay fit and drink water. I'm trying to see my friends. Take care of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm tired, yeah. but like there's this part of me that I know is malnourished and there's this part of me that is not happy that I need to find yeah. time for. and I asked you to do this because I know that you have a very demanding job um but somehow somehow Mikey you have made it seem easy and I know it's not and this is why I want to question you that you That's also what I was going to say. <laughs> Because you also yeah. are a fitness enthusiast, um, but you mm -hmm. are a content creator and you're giving us, oh, you're killing us. Yeah, not stepping off our necks. On, Thank you. <laughs> on the gram and on the Twitters. But it's like, how do you find the time? And this, these are the questions that I want to know. Um, okay. But before we get in, I want to ask you one question. If you can just do like a quick 30 seconds, okay. just describe like, who is Mikey? Um, for those of us uh, who pretend like we we don't know her, <laughs> all right. Let me let me give you a bio. I'll try not to waffle. Um, so my name is Michaelina Chindia, mm -hmm. and I'm a financial advisor at an offshore wealth management firm. Yes. Um, so I specialize in tailor making wealth solutions for high net worth individuals in the offshore market. Um, so it's things along the lines of, you know, retirement planning, estate yeah. planning, trust, bank accounts, and just managing my clients overall wealth. It's not just like 
a bank account and that's it. Yeah, I manage yeah. every aspect of their wealth and help them, you know, build towards leaving a legacy at some point in their life. Um, so that's what I do. Oh, that's my nine to five. That's my profession. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my passion is really fitness. Yeah. Um, so I, I embarked on my fitness journey about four or five years ago. Um, and I started sharing it online on social media. Um, this is not 30 seconds. But yeah, anyway, fitness is No, my we've got time. We've got time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to use my journey as an example for other women, you know, just to, to show that you can give yourself some self-love through yes. the discipline of daily fitness. So it's not about getting skinny or yeah. looking any kind of way. It's really just about taking care of you and putting yourself first by exercising. Because mm. I mean, mm. when you exercise, you take care of a lot of things. I mean, when I started to exercise more, I had a better balance at work because I was now sleeping better. Yes. Um, I was more yes. energized and I was now more productive at my job and I was doing better at work. And because of the you know hormones and endorphins that are released when you exercise, mm. I felt good. And I also then started to get confidence when I physically also you know started to look good. So there are a lot of physical and um, yeah. psychological benefits, yeah. Fitness. so it's not just about you know weight loss and being skinny mm-hmm. um it's really more about loving yourself just by exercising just a little bit every day wow. regularly yeah listen listen i love that i love that so that's what i'm trying to push and i, I love the fact that mm-hmm. like yeah we all want to look good and blah 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 but you mentioned the fact that mm-hmm. we at the end of the day you're not ex- yeah you can have six pack you can have abs or whatever but it's about how you yeah. feel as a person um guys sleep is so important and no one realizes that we just had a we were just talking just now about how when you get older you realize the importance of sleep. it's a priority <laughs> i think yeah. never, like you never have enough but um and how mm-hmm. you become more productive at work and you just you gain confidence but yeah um when you're talking about your job, right, it sounds like it's a lot and it's very hectic. You're not just running someone's bank account. You are ensuring that a person leaves a legacy. You're ensuring that, like, the person that you're dealing with, their kids can go to the schools that they want them to go to. They're able to purchase the thing, the house that they want to live in and blah, 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 blah. Can you yeah. tell me um, how you manage to go and do your nine to five, right? Yeah. And find mm-hmm. the time to also uh, work on your passion while also ensuring mm-hmm. that you're, in, you're inspiring others and keeping, because I know you inspire me, right? So how do you, that post, mm-hmm. that post that you're putting up, whether it's at the gym or at the set Masawa, I know there's work there. And people might not see the work that goes on behind the scenes here, like a photo shoot, but that's like a full day's item, eh? So you've been working Monday yeah. to Friday. And now Saturday, which is supposed to be your rest day, your time for like, you're also still technically at work. How are you yeah. not tired, fam? Um, to be fair, like, I think a lot of people don't see this, mm. but I'm always, I'm like, I really am tired um, a lot of the time. <laughs> and sometimes even if I do find myself going out to like jam tree, I yeah. found myself like, I just stopped actually even doing that because I was like, I would sleep. I got sleep so easy. Like in my friend's car after like maybe two, three drinks because yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. tired, you know? Um, but I'm always, yeah, I'm, a lot of the time I'm exhausted. But what I try to do is really prioritize getting sleep in. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of just managing it all, um, you know, I, I really like, I'm very passionate about fitness. Yes. So if it's not work for me, 
to then do that on the side apart from my job okay. like my yes. job will get yes. like let's say my, like yeah nine to five I'm working I'll be tired but I've noticed like with with going to the gym or exercising and creating content the moment I, I do that and as much as I'll be tired I'll be so excited like I have this energy in me yeah. like my colleagues yeah. are all like the way you know as soon as it's five o'clock at work if I don't have to work late I'm literally running out of the office to go to the gym and my colleagues just seeing yeah she's going to the gym she's picked up her bag <laughs> she looks more excited and she's been like all day here at work and yeah so it makes it yeah so even though I will be tired at times it's it's easy to do because it is something that I'm passionate about I enjoy it I love it and you know after a long day at work it's what I look forward to the most um but also having you know like you know having a schedule and a timetable like my diary is my best friend and essentially that's how I I try manage yeah I, I literally plan down my day to to the team as much as there may be like a couple of discrepancies or things change mm. I really do try to follow a schedule and that's why I get so upset when things don't always go according to plan or I don't get through my to-do list for the day because I plan out every day like the day prior so I know that this is what I need to do in order to be able to get like to get everything done and also not like stress myself out too much and just do it mm. haphazardly yeah I think yeah I'm, I'm I'm kind of the same I'm working on kind of being the same mm-hmm um yeah i i have a diary now that i use and i also plan my days like basically to yeah. the, my morning routine i i still have to i have to tick it off like even the exactly. glass of water has to be ticked off now and that's really been <laughs> such <laughs> it's been such a game changer right um yeah it's like, yes. you have so much to do and i think this brings me to, um, to something about like when someone has a passion um mm-hmm. especially as i think young zimbabweans right there's so many things that are working against us socioeconomically things are not things are not great um we yeah. are in this weird like mid 20s to 30 early 30s age group where there's so much that you mm-hmm. say you want to achieve and you want to plan but you also have um you know these jobs and these things that you have to do that you have to keep on ticking off your list and yeah find that's it's, it's very easy to say, I do not have the time to do this, or I can't find the time. And when someone says that, yeah. it's, it's not a lie, right? There's times I've said, I can't, I haven't found the time and I don't have it. But then when I look yeah. back on, on what I did, even though I thought I was busy, did I also not spend two hours watching The Office? Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So, exactly. yeah. so this writing shit down, is revolutionary and, and anyone please who's listening my eight followers please i beg you get yourself a diary and do yourself do yourself that that huge solid um mm-hmm. so i know also before we kind of spoke about how you haven't been working out or posting as much as you used to or want to um yeah. and it's giving you it's, it's giving you a bit of anxiety in terms of because that's how people know you and that's how pe- and that's how you started off, yeah. right? How do you handle that pressure of like, um, you want, you still want to make people happy, but you also have to really make mm-hmm. sure that Mikey's okay and Mikey's is doing good and you still do yeah. it in a place of love and not, it's not an obligation. Yeah. Um, thing is, I just, at the end of the day, I, I, I've learned to put myself first mm-hmm. and sometimes you have to be selfish and just like for me I just tell my I tell myself 
you know, um, it's okay to slow down. You also yeah. needed it. And, yes. you know, when you do come back, you're going to give it your all, but it's also good to give yourself uh, a break because I'd also just taken a break from it because I really wanted to rethink how I was making content. Yeah. Um, and one of the reasons why I stopped was because I just don't want to make substandard content. Hey? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I was even kind of just, I know, yeah, it's, you know, like organic and keep like if you record it from your house and all of that, it's it's still, you know, it's still something and you're helping people out. But I also feel like I wanted to give people, they deserve better. And oh, even in yeah. terms of my own, yeah, they do. And even in terms of my own brand, I also don't want it to be like when I started off, I always thought like I don't want to be limited to this country. Yes. In as much as you know, we're starting off, but I really don't want the growth and the reach to be limited to this country. Yeah. And I've always wanted to make stuff that's that's like someone could look at it from another part of the world and be like, oh wow, this looks really good. And that's what I'd aim for. So I, you know, I, I just came to terms with the fact that I have to be patient and mm -hmm. I have to be okay with, mm -hmm. with taking a break. I'll do things in my own time, not my own time, but when you know, when things start to get a bit clearer and when I do come back, I'll, I'll do better. But I just learned to put myself first and to take care of me and that, because at the end of the day, you can't please everyone. Yeah. Um, and you just hope people can be like, you know, understanding and patient with you as well. But if they can't, then that's, you can't that's bend over yeah. backwards to, to break them too. Then that's, that's such a powerful lesson. Um, because we are just, we we all are, we are raised to want to please people, right? So it's really something that you yeah. have to unlearn. Um, and it's a choice that you have to make that, okay, Mikey or Sash Taku has to, I have to do this for myself, for me to be okay. Um, yeah. But how long did you think it took you to get there? To that place of like... I think it's... it's it's always getting better by the year, but I think I got to a point where I gave zero fucks. I don't know if I can even say <laughs> on this, but <laughs> um, I think it was like a little of last year. Yeah. Cause you know, I got to a point where, you know, you, cause there'll be times when people always, you know, you feel like you're doing okay. You're not really stepping on too yeah. many people's toes. So. Except for on Twitter, because I'm a menace there. But, <laughs> you, um, you, you choose violence, and I'm like, I know that's right. <laughs> I've tried to really just calm down. Like, I didn't have energy. For, you know, there are days when I'm like, you know what, I can wake up, and I can take whoever comes. I don't care. I have the energy. And then there are days when I'm like, you know, I just can't. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, there are times when I felt like I really just wasn't really, you know, causing any problems or anything like that, or, you know, rubbing people the wrong way, mm. and... You, all the time you always found someone who had something negative to say or something yeah. always came back to yeah. you um that wasn't like you know so positive and you you know you don't understand what did I do to even make you feel this way but then I came to terms of the fact that there's so many people out there they always everything that you do will always be perceived differently yeah um yeah. You, could, you could make a donation to a foundation or something and someone say it's good and some people can say it's so bad like, exactly you know, why not like, why not this other foundation attention <laughs> why not this foundation why are you doing it so publicly yeah, and why this yeah. this and that i realized you know what you actually can't please everybody and i slowly came to terms with it after like two three years of kind of dealing with that and then i i, I kind of got like yeah i just got past it um and it really really like really um sunk in with me like when my granddad passed because even my perspective yeah. of life changed because yes, i was like yes. you know what 
even with the drama or the things that happen at these things, you realize all these people that you're, you, you know, if you live your life for other people, you, you know, there's going to come a time when you die and they don't care. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, yeah, like for me, I'm religious. And I thought, you know, all that matters really is that I live a life that, that pleases me and mm-hmm. that pleases God because I'm, yes. I'm a Christian. Yes, yes. But that's all that really matters at the end of the day. You know, that's, um, yeah, like just living a life that's pleasing to God and a life that makes me happy, um, like that. living that, that, that. So, I love yeah, that so, so much. That's when I kind of really stopped caring about anything. Like I came out of that. Yeah, because it really doesn't matter. And, you know, people are so judgmental, but it's really not up to us to judge at yeah, the end of the day. exactly. Who are like, you to judge? <laughs> exactly. And people love That's judgment. not your job. Yeah. <laughs> especially like on twitter and stuff mm-hmm. it's people don't want people oh people are just are just so quick to hate and are so quick to to be to be negative and i'm like guys do you understand how much effort that takes i really don't think that's our go-to as humans i don't think our go-to is negativity i think yeah. our go-to like i think we're made to love so like, why are you making that choice? Yeah, we're meant to kumbaya around the fire and give each other <laughs> yeah. hugs and uplift each other. And <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it really is draining. And <laughs> for some, it's really nice when people are good to each other because even you as yourself, like you get off that high that someone mm-hmm. just randomly told me, oh, you're beautiful today or yeah. you're amazing. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's like a ripple effect, like a domino effect. And, you know, it may like your day goes like much better that way than to yeah. fight and be angry and then I'll go. Yeah, I believe. Oh yeah. my god, I I think I think, and I think one thing also that like, you just like it, it's a it's it, you got better at not receiving the negative impact day by day, and I think that's what's also important mm-hmm. for people that that they need to remember is it's not a straight line, right? When you're doing yeah. something, when you're putting something out there. There's days when you're like, I don't give a damn. I don't give a fuck what you think about me. And then there's days where literally I will be like, I will be like, oh, why don't they like me? You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and then to, tomorrow like, I remember I'm that, man, nigga, you the baddest. Or so, you know, like I'm whining now. Exactly. But it's not a, it's not a straight line, especially if you're doing something, if, you, if, there, if there's something that you're passionate about. Like we're artists, we're creative, we're sensitive about our shit. Um, so that's that's amazing. Because you'll spend like a week or two weeks or a month or three months working on something. Yeah, yeah. And then you have people just saying a lot of cuck. It's a, <laughs> it can be upsetting sometimes. It can be upsetting. But the point is we we don't give up, still we rise and yes. carry on what we do. And I think what's important about that is you have to have genuine love for what for for this for what you're passionate about. Um yeah. And I think that's also why you've been so successful, right? Because I think there's lots of people who are out there who, who are into fitness and who will post their workouts or try to encourage people. But I think from you, I think what's, what is related is the fact that it has come from a place of authenticity. So okay. when someone sees that, it, it's, it's, it's basic human condition. We connect to that on a human level because it's like, okay, I feel how, how she feels about it. It might not be fitness, you know what I mean? But I understand what that feeling is. I understand what that passion is. And that is going to make, yeah. that's going to drive me to also do what I want to do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I never um, thought about it that way. <laughs> and something that I, so I, I, you mentioned this break that you're on and I love the reason why. And, and the fact that you started, because I think, so this is like two questions in one, Mikey. 
Um, okay. The first thing is usually as, as creators, right? As creators, when we want to do something, and I know I suffer from this, I will never start because I'm always scared that I want it to be perfect. Do you know? Yes. Like, yeah. I can only do this when I have done ABC. But you yeah. just you just started. You know, you were like, I'm going to start and perfect it on the way. How was that? How was that beginning for you? Like um, making the decision oh. to start posting and to as you were yeah. growing traction. What what was what what were the first days like, the first months, the first year really? Okay. Well, first of all, I don't even see myself as a creative because I feel like creators are really creative. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't even, I feel like it would be such an insult because like, well, not, a, not like I'm saying it's the wrong word, but I really do feel like it's, like I'm not deserving of the... Of the term the, creative. <laughs> the because I see what creative is doing. It's amazing. And I'm like, I don't come yeah. anywhere near this. But I, um, <laughs> like, <laughs> when it started, it was really... I didn't intend to get onto social, like to be a whatever influencer. I hate that yeah. word, but yeah, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't start with that intention. I really just started recording. Um, just I was recording my video. Like how it all started was, I was just posting my workouts because mm. I realized um, at that point I like we changed into like a very completely different stage of my life. Um, at one point I was almost engaged next thing I'm not yeah. and then I found myself yeah. so much free time on my hands and that's um, like also kind of how it because I would work out but I didn't work out that much like it was just maybe like three times a week then now mm. once I had all this free time when I wasn't in a relationship I was working out every day and I was getting yeah. really good at it and that's when because I had lost weight in the years yeah. before that but then like this was the point where I started to tone because I was giving it more time mm. and now I found myself searching workouts and planning out leg days and yeah. back days and trying all these other different things and I started to see change and then even the trainers in the gym would say wow you have really good form um mm. and you look pretty good and I was like oh thank you and that's when I thought you know what let me just start recording this and start sharing it because I really enjoy it and you know, this is my hobby, clearly. Um, because you know, people <laughs> snap about what they do, they go for lunch, they do this, and yeah, for me, that's yeah. what I do. <laughs> and then yeah. I was like, okay, so this is what my idea is now gonna be about because this is what I'm like into these days. And then I started posting and posting um about it. And then it got to a point where I'd have friends that would be like they would interact with my content. And yeah. next thing you see someone just saying, tagging me, like, Oh, I'm trying out that workout you posted, and it went really well. They're recording themselves doing it. And mm. it would it went something like that. And that's when um someone then approached me, that person is on my manager and said, you know what, let's actually give this some structure. Yeah. Um and then once we we started doing that, essentially when I, I was such a perfectionist, and that's mm. actually what stopped me from really going for it in the beginning because I was scared. Um yeah. I actually did like two, three photo shoots and I was I kept on getting it wrong or it just didn't meet the the standard oh, wow. of the type of content yeah, I wanted. Yeah. And I just never used that. I still sitting on like folders and folders of unused content. So, you know, my no one, no like, one gets that. Me. No one sees the work. Uh, no one sees that work. You know what I mean? No one sees exactly. that trouble. It's, it's just yeah. like a beautiful picture. And we think that's all like, no, no, no. Like this took time and effort. And no one's. Yeah, like, it's, no one actually even gets that and it took my manager actually saying you know what this is not sustainable yeah. and we need to we need to just be able to let go and just 
you know, make mistakes that you can actually learn from them. Yeah. But don't be scared of, of yes, making them. Because for me, my, yeah, yeah, my biggest fear was actually failure at one time. Mm. And I then got over it because I got to a point where I was like, you know what, I learned from my mistakes and the mm. L's that I take. And yeah. I should just look at it like that rather than, oh, it was failure was uh, this just look at it as a learning process because there have been times even last year where we really took some big l's obviously with social media you don't talk about these things yeah, yeah. but i took a lot of l's but then i learned from them in terms of going forward how i should do yes. certain things yeah. and how i should negotiate things with people and how to deal with other creators um so that's actually just what then kind of had me getting over that few of just taking the leap of faith because i'll just like you know i'll even like before i post pictures and i'll literally watch it and see how people are responding mm, to it mm, and mm, you know mm, even mm. i'm like that's also not realistic because you need to get back to your day at work and i'm at a point <laughs> where i can I just put it up there and i can forget about it <laughs> and then i'll see what if i see afterwards um yeah because you just have to tell yourself that and once you kind of get over that hump it's yeah. a lot easier to just you know, get over that. Uh, I think it's like imposter syndrome. Yes. In a way. I, yeah. I love that because the thing is, like even with me doing this podcast, right? Um, mm-hmm. People who know, me, who don't know me or talk to me, honestly think mm-hmm. I woke up at the beginning of March and was like, I'm doing a podcast. But I've been talking about this for like yeah. two, three I feel years. like it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, huh. This is something that I've been thinking and talking about and annoying my friends with. But I was so mm-hmm. afraid, right? I was so afraid of like, what if I'm shit at it? And what yeah. what if people don't like it? Um, and mm-hmm. it, was, it was based on what other people thought. And I had to get to a place where I was like, I want to do this for myself. And I want to have these conversations. And I want to learn and chat from people who make me smile yeah. and teach me how to navigate. So like... I had to just be like, fuck it, I'm going to do this for myself and I'm going to start. Yeah. And, no. and I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn from the mistakes that I'm going to make. You know, we had a technical difficulty at the beginning of this. Hopefully <laughs> on episode five, that's not going to happen. Um, yeah. But Some I clockwork think, for that Exactly. Point. Yeah. And I also yeah. love the fact that you had been doing it and then you took a break to go back to the drawing board and say, okay, how have I been doing this? Um, and how can I improve on it? Because I think it's so easy, right, for a person to go back and to be like, I don't like the way I've been doing this, or this is not what I thought, it's over. Um, yeah. Can you explain to me that process of like, of what, of what you're going through right now, of like reviewing and seeing how to move forward? Like, what is that like? How do you, how do you feel about you know, when you come back, are you excited? Are you nervous? Like, what's what's going on in Mikey's head? I get nervous and excited because obviously I get nervous about things flopping. Yeah. But I yeah. get excited because I'm really the type of person that I really do go for what I want. If I if I want something, I will work the hardest I can to mm-hmm. to make something happen, and obviously make it. And the prime, I have the product of that be of the expected standard or the standard that I hold myself to. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it is a bit nerve wracking, but I've really learned to just like let go and let God, to be honest. And yeah. just, just be, um, 
I don't know, like, yeah, just to find comfort in that so that in the process of reviewing things, I don't do things dinner pressure, you know, mm-hmm. I can work comfortably because I notice when I try to rush certain things or like when I do it with, you know, like putting pressure on myself because I'm like, they need to have this by next week or whatever, whatever. Yeah. It never came out or it wasn't, um, the process wasn't enjoyable and things maybe didn't come out how I expected them to. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like even the process of reviewing, I literally just kind of, like kind of sit back while I do it so that I don't, so I really take my time in, in doing it. So even now in terms of reviewing the kind of content that I'm, I'm making, I literally just then, I do a lot of research um, mm-hmm. and I'm fortunate enough because my manager is a brand strategist. Shout so out, out. we are so lucky. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> we love your manager. <laughs> brand strategy really goes a long way. And at one point I remember uh, he was like, we need to do this. It may take you two to three weeks yeah. or even a month, but it's very necessary. So you know how to position yourself and you actually put out content that has a purpose. It's leading to something or, yes. to the, or has a funnel or there's something behind it. Because we mean, because before in the beginning, it was just, you just want to build up a brand, build up a win. So people yeah. know that you're there. And then now that that's kind of there, we really want to now build up like content that really you know it, it helps the audience it serves yeah, it you know people in yeah. terms of what they're like yeah and it resonates with them so like you know that's what you know reviewing the way forward really entails just going through like a branding strategy doing a lot of research in terms of the market what people offer how i can stand out what differentiates mm. me yeah. from others and what i can how best i can serve my audience which is predominantly wow. um women yeah um Men can be there too, but it's mainly just that I'm really about women. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just looking at it in that way. And also looking at other content creators that I aspire to, um, whose levels I aspire to reach and yeah. how best I can, you know, get to that level. But it can make me feel anxious because when I look at them, I think oh, I'm so freaking behind. And yeah. How yeah. do they turn out this much content so quickly? How do they... Mm. get all this work mm. yeah but also reaching out to them really i'm surprised by how many people actually respond when you do ask them for assistance yes 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 and they do help um so that's really been what i've been what i've been doing so that once i finally do start everything is pretty much you know we've figured it out and you know it's it'll be a lot easier to create content because we already know what we want to make who mm-hmm. it's for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and things like that I think that's yeah. Planning ahead, planning ahead is so important, yeah. and collabor yeah. collaborating, collaboration. Yeah. You keep on talking about your manager, yeah. and I think also yeah. a, a trap that a lot of us fall into is that we want to do things by ourselves, um, yeah. and we think we I can handle that it all. Money. Yeah, <laughs> you learned I, that. <laughs> I learned getting a manager. I manage as a manager. A manager. <laughs> Is, is was the way forward when it comes to negotiating money uh, um, uh-huh. because we really want to because some people really try and make you feel bad or try and negotiate the price down and of course that's reasonable because everyone's trying to you know negotiate for their like best interests and yes. things like that um and sometimes you like in the beginning you find yourself like especially i think with a lot of creators and sim you'll find yourself getting the short end of the stick sometimes people take exposure <laughs> yeah i'm tired of that word like after like like before seamus i'd get paid here and there but after that 
the word if you actually brought that up, I just walk away. <laughs> how, many, how, many, how many exposures more? <laughs> like no because you know what people it's actually an insult because I think about it like this. This one guy does suits, all right? Yes. Um like for example, not that I was gonna work with him or anything, but he he came and he did tailored um did the suits for the guys at the office. And I think I shared it, right? Mm-hmm. And then um I shared the post and one suit is about 150 to 200 dollars a suit. Yeah, that's so when I heard that post, let's say if he wanted to, if he had come to me and said, you're getting exposure and they say, I'll give you a free suit. Um, but from that, because he's, he's a friend of ours. So I actually then spoke to him like, oh, how's business going? So, oh, you know, it's been good. You know, when you did that post, I got um, like 20 inquiries, 10 of oh, which cool. are actually probably paying customers. So if you think about it, he's made a grand five to two grand yeah. from a post. 150 a suit yet he would someone would have let's say if we had actually gone to business he would have said you know like what most people say and say i'm not saying that's what he would say but i'm saying that's mm. an example um a lot of people just say i'll give a piece of clothing and then i'll <laughs> i'll arrange the content and everything but yeah you just get a suit and then yeah, yeah it doesn't make sense because we made a two grand from that and I've had to settle for like $200 in the form of a suit, which, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, isn't going to pay my bills. So that's something I'm just very over. So like, yeah, back to the manager. Um, I realized it was important to have that because he can have the tough discussions with the, the organization or the company. They can even hate each other, but it doesn't yeah. sour up my relationship with the, with the company when I'm finally mm. sitting down with them or when we're finally creating content. Because I've had instances like that where, things that really went left, we negotiated and we agreed, but maybe they weren't happy that, you know, they felt like they had to pay that much. But when I'm now working with them, that's not my business. I can even yeah. act like I wasn't there, either, you know? <laughs> and it also helps you help, it helps you work better with, with people. Mm-hmm. And it helps you get your, if you have someone who really has your best interests at heart, it also helps them, you know, like may help you get the most out of the situation or just equal exchange of value. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, e- e- proper exposure, Mikey, because I think there's, um, I think it's very important for people to know their worth and understand their worth. But how do you feel like when someone is just starting off? Um, so my post is not going to get that, um, that those twenty calls or something like that. What would you say to that person? Um, who keeps on, who's being offered, you know, this exposure for something? Um, I think, you know, if you can tell that it's, uh, I think also gauge the size of the, the brand that you're working with, yeah. because there's some people who can clearly afford to pay you. Like if it's a, let's say if it's a public, like it's a, it's a corporate, right? Mm-hmm. And a corporate is picking you for like a, a campaign or even, or something, you know? They, and they, they're registered on the stock exchange or something like that. You can tell yeah. that these people have yeah. some business, they have capacity, and you can tell by the amount of money they're going to invest in, let's say, the content that they're going to create with you, the yeah. marketing they offer. And, they, you know, people just say, we just want your images and it's just, you know, we're just taking pictures and that's yeah. like, we just pay you for the hour. You, should, you need to then, like, you can gauge that now these people can and should be paying me. Then mm. there's situations where you can tell that, you know, let's say with with some brands, let's say they are also starting up, 
maybe you know collaborate with them but don't just get exposure from them maybe get a discount code or you get a discount in future whenever you're purchasing their data but also just negotiate past exposure um because yeah when when you start off it's it's gonna be hard i remember like when i did my very first photo shoot i was reaching out to people in terms of because we couldn't afford a photographer we couldn't afford hair and makeup we just had like um a concept and I had kit which I'd gotten um from from push-up legs but people weren't willing to work with me you know like mm. for free or just to collaborate because no one knew of me right yeah. yeah and at that point we just uh like you you sometimes when I was not going to people I really would then just like say okay let's let's all just collaborate with each other for exposure or I'd go to like small brands that were also up and coming and yeah. try to collaborate with them like, that could provide what what I what I needed. So let's say I needed a makeup artist, but I couldn't go to the best. I also find someone who's trying to get their brand out there, mm-hmm. and then just kind of talk them through that. This is what I'm trying to create. This is my dream. Maybe we can work together to build up towards something. Because really, like when I started, no one would, um, no one wanted to to do anything with me <laughs> for free. Yeah. And now I have people that offer to take pictures of me for free. People want to do my hair for free. Give me things for free. Yeah. And yeah. it takes time to to get to that point. Um, and it's not really like it's a lot right now, but it's something that I can now kind of negotiate think, through yeah. and find people yeah. willing to. I think that's so inspiring yeah. for anyone who's trying to start someone who loves doing something, who has a passion about something. Because um, it seems so... It seems so dark in the beginning, um, but when you when you talk about your journey and the fact that like you know you also I think guys we also need to do our research and find out who we can work with. We're also kind of obsessed with mm-hmm. networking up all of the time when we need to network within our ranks and let's 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 go up together, right? Yes. Um, yeah, that's actually a good point. I mean, like for me with the photographer that I worked with um after the bad like the weird experiences I had like with people and inconsistencies you know my manager actually said you know what let's find someone who we can grow with together someone who's willing to yeah yeah and like I did that with Mush like the past two three years like he's been consistent with me and we've been growing together in terms of what we want to try out what we want to do I love that um, and stuff like that yeah Amazing. Um, and I sp- especially now, you know, when you when you tell that story and then I think about your fucking billboard, I'm like, you know, <laughs> congratulations, man. Thank you so much. I still can't believe it. <laughs> it's actually so wild. It's actually so wild. Um, and, uh, we, and you spoke about knowing your worth and it's just like, can you tell us a bit of how you felt that morning when you went and it was up like what was that like because you know what the campaign initially um we had kind of like postponed it because of covid because we're like well you know um no one's really on the road so maybe then i think it was um penny thing that she she she's like because i think i posted about the campaign it's like it's your billboard that's got me like hyped and i was like what the billboard (laughs) and i was like no way i literally got my mom and i said let's go and find this thing and when i went there i couldn't believe it i got very emotional yeah because i was really thinking about where we started yeah like when i thought about where we started to where we are now i i can't believe it and 
for me, I really feel like I've only really just started. And, uh, you know, uh, yeah. there's, yeah, there's so much more that can be done. Like, this is the tip of the iceberg, but I was still, like, I was just emotional by it and grateful because looking at it just reminded me of how, how far we've come and how difficult things used to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm telling you, I went from, yeah, because I remember when we started to shoot content, no one wanted to help us or work with us. And it was very expensive. Creating content is expensive because, yes. you know, you also have to compensate creatives. You can't expect them to do things for free because that's also another problem in them, mm-hmm. like underpaying photographers and makeup artists and yeah. people who do hair. Like, it's work and it's, you know, they should be paid as well. So, like, when we couldn't afford it, we were, we started, like, our content was very basic and bare. And then when I think about how the whole Seamus campaign was, like, it came about and how it even happened, we were now shooting in, like, a, a studio mm. with like some of the best guys to do it, like Shift yeah. Engage, you know that? Yes, yes. Those guys yes. are amazing. Yeah, they're they, they amazing. Yeah. And like, yeah, I remember when I showed up on set and there were like 20 people who were there setting up and their cameras, there's a mm. stylist, there's hair, there's makeup and there's ray vines. And I'm thinking, <laughs> wow, this is stuff that's being provided for, completely taken care of. And all I have to do is be here when like two, three years back, I couldn't even get that I'd have to have like my my little cousin come and be like the assistant and, and carry equipment and stuff because mm-hmm. we couldn't afford to pay for the for much to get the assistant to come and things like that and it was it felt really amazing just to to think about how far we've we've come um and I'm, I'm very yeah I'm, 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 I, was, I was very emotional. I, I can yeah. I can hear it I can I can very hear cool. it right now and, and I'm so happy um and I, I actually, I think that's such a great place to end that conversation. And um, I just want to ask you, Mikey, I'm going to, we're going to do like a quick little fire round just now, but I just want to ask you something. Okay. If you had um, a piece of advice that you wanted to give to um, as a young Zimbabwean out there going through it, trying to start something and things are looking Oh, not looking great. Um, what would you say? Mm-hmm. What would you say to them? You know, just actually, I'd say because there's something that I always say all the time, which is the sky isn't the limit. You mm-hmm. are, um, and essentially, it just comes down to, you know, even when things get hard, yeah, you are the only thing that's limiting yourself in the sense of what's in your mind, because. Yes. Yes. Um, like my journey also like I like to talk about like especially in my captions like mental toughness yeah because fitness helps you develop that and you need a certain amount of mental toughness to 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 navigate and get through things in zim because shit will hit mm. the fan a lot yeah, of the time and if you're gonna always, yeah. yeah and if you're gonna crumble the first time it happens then you know it's gonna be hard so and I've, I noticed from exercising that mental toughness is something you can develop you can yeah. work on it yeah um and it's like it's i'll give you the example of when you're doing like squats you're doing mm-hmm. heavy squats essentially it's, it's you know when people kind of stop or tap out it's not because their body can't do it it's because yeah. they're not their mind it's, it's it's what you tell your brain um like t- if you tell yourself you're going to push through something you find yourself doing it i noticed that one time in a session where I literally thought I'd gone as heavy as I could. Yeah. And I was training with this guy called Mugoe. And he says, no, I'm not having that. You're going to do it. You're going to do it. And you can do it. 
Um, and he literally put the weights back on and said, get back. And he literally talked to me too. Like also a trainer of the most, guys. Probably <laughs> the most. But he helped me kind of figure that out because when I went, when I did the second round of squats, he added like an additional 20 kgs. Jesus and it was like an 80, I was squatting 80. And then he says, no, you're going to do 100. I was like, that's wow. fucking impossible. And he's like, no, stop telling yourself that. He says, you're going to yeah. do some water, you're going to come back and do it. And I thought, come on. And then he literally put the weights on, spotted me and talked me through it. And I did it, he mm. And then I realized, <laughs> I really should, because I was just- I'm stronger than I think. Like, I, yeah, I tapped out mentally when, you know, I really could have just talked myself, my body into, into just doing it. So you need that mental strength. And cause yeah, cause at the end of the day, you're your own limit, you know? And it really that. comes yeah. down to what's in your mind. You need to just keep telling yourself to keep pushing, and keep reminding yourself of why you started so you keep going um but yeah it's, it's all a mental thing it's all like about what's in your head amazing amazing so, yeah um and then i'm just gonna ask you i because i'm i'm building my 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 list of books to read this year um yeah what is your favorite book and what books and uh, what books do you think everyone should read that can be the same answer it can also be different Hmm, I forgot. Um, ah, there's a blue book. I forgot the title because me, I'm not a big reader. Okay, uh, okay. okay. Um, no, no, I'm trying to think of the book. Um, anyway, besides the subtle art of not giving a fuck, which everyone has read. I, you um, know, I haven't read that book yet. And this is a problem. I need to read that book, actually. I have it even. <laughs> it, I, just, um, it just helped me care less. Yeah, a lot of things. I need to get. Yeah. On that. I need to get on that. Um, it really helped me care less. Uh, I forgot the name of the book, but it's about because I read it a while back. But mm. it's about you know the the key things that you need to do in life in order to live a happy life. And I've forgotten the name. But when you remember it, when you you'll, you'll you'll shoot me a message, and we will put it when I post up the when I post up the episode. Yeah. No. Because um, it's a really good book. Yeah. And then... Sorry, sorry. Um, oh, no, 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 not even, not even. But I, I think everyone needs to read The, the Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. It's, on, it's at the top of my list. But too many things yeah. are at the top of my list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, finally, to wrap this off, Mikey, we have been living in a whole fucking pandemic, a whole panorama, what yeah. the actual... Um, what is the biggest lesson you think you've learned in the past year? Um, you know, I always need to make a plan or else you get left behind, eh? Mm. The world doesn't wait for you. The world, yes. Yeah. It really doesn't. That's the truth. You need to, because like there'll be times I'll hit speed humps and I'll just be sad as hell, you know? Mm, mm. Um, and... But people are moving on. <laughs> Yeah, but people carry on. And we don't know how to start off with, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And then, um, like, you realize that you need to just get your, like, sometimes I'll be crying about things or whatever. But I realize crying is not going to change my situation. Me wiping my tears, getting up, and, like, just keep, like, you know, just keeping on is yeah. what, you know, makes makes things better. Like, I can cry about it and all of that, but it's not going to help change yeah. the situation unless I just physically get up and do something. So sometimes I'm really like a, cry for five minutes and that's it and let's keep going or just yeah. even scream maybe don't even cry let's just go <laughs> and just 
Those I love the fact that you out. allow yourself to cry because me, I'm also a crier. Me, I believe in the bag, eh? I believe in, yeah. I, I believe in allowing myself to be in the bag and then let us, yeah. let us, let us move forward. Um, we move. It is what it is. Um, yeah, no, we move is really a, a thing. Like it's a thing. So <laughs> we, just, we need to just keep moving or else we're not sad because yeah. the rest of the world, like this billion people, I'm going to stop because you're upset. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Creatives, creators, everyone, please, let's keep it moving. We're ending there. Mikey, this has been a dream. Yeah. Thank you so, so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I really, yeah. really enjoyed it. I enjoyed this chat and I hope um, I learned a couple of things and I hope everyone else who listens really gets away with some great nuggets. I'm excited for you to come back and, yes. you know, I'm excited to yes. see you continue to grow and your journey. Please keep shining. Um, Thank you so much. I'm excited for your writer. podcast and where it's going. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so I'm much. I'm excited, too. I'm excited too. Um, yeah, yeah. Mike, I'll chat to you later. Um, have a great day. All right. Catch you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.